You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I am your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, how are you doing tonight? I'm great, my friend. I'm doing great. Ready to talk about it's some a, new it's world, our brother. Se- it's our second try. Yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> we had a little bit of a, a, a misstep, but we're we're alive now. We got a good. Why do you have to say Listen, that? Dude? Nobody man, would have I, ever known. Everybody in chat knows. So God, you know, now, now everybody and all of our podcast listeners know. It was Red's fault, by the way. I just want to throw mean, that out there. Here's the thing, guys. If you want to, if you listen to the podcast, you get a nice edited version of of what we do. But if you uh, are one of our live viewers uh, during, like, as we record, you know that we mess up a lot. We, I met by I say, we, by we, yourself. I mean me. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that's responsible for a lot of the production stuff messes up a lot, and that happens to be me. So, uh, we do have a good show for you guys tonight. Uh, we've been kind of, I guess, like we teased this two episodes ago, and we forgot to do it. We had a good discussion about phasing and everything on the last episode. Uh, but this episode, we're going to go through the patch notes and, and kind of what we think about uh, all the reek water uh, um, patch uh, content and and kind of what, you know, I know we've talked a little bit. And if you guys are followers of our YouTube channel, we've broken down some of this stuff, but we're going to go through all of it today uh, on the show. For so sure. I'm excited about that, Bordy. It's always good conversation um, to see what's new in New World and what direction they're going into. So... I uh, look forward to doing that with you. But first, guys, and, and we mentioned this before, go check out the YouTube channel, uh, our Studio Loot YouTube channel. Me and Bordy are, are all hands on deck uh, trying to put out multiple videos a week uh, over there. I think we got four out last week, uh, which is exciting. And, and we're, our goal is six. So we're, we're uh, putting out all kinds of, of New World content over there. So if you're into New World and... and uh, you haven't already followed or subscribed to that channel? Go over there and and subscribe because we're gonna do lots of lots of fun new world stuff over there uh, leading up to launch. And of course, when it's live, we're gonna have lots of fun guide videos for you guys. So uh, don't forget to hit that sub button, Bordy. Yeah. So uh, they're on this new world's on this cadence, man, where they're gonna give us patch notes every month, man. And and it just so happens to we're two weeks away from another. Another uh, bit of patch notes. So, so uh, we want to do before this is old news. We want to break this down for you guys, and uh, I'm excited about it, dude. Are, are you ready for this? Yeah, man, I'm ready. It's dude. It's always fun to talk about new world, but whenever we get to talk about changes like this, it makes it more fun. So, yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's go. Dude. Ag- agreed. Agreed. All right. So, so obviously, we've done a lot of content over Reekwater. Uh, we had a lot of exclusive content for you guys. So uh, you guys know what Reekwater is. It's a new zone in New World. Um, and obviously it's an in-game uh, piece of content as well. And you guys know about that. So we're not going to go too in-depth into that um, as far as uh, this episode goes. But we're going to skip down to new enemies. So uh, this is a, one of the big features in um, Reekwater, Bordy. Uh, a bunch of new um, mobs that we've never seen before and 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 ultimately Bordy, this is one of the complaints that came up frequently in the preview event what if it was it felt like there wasn't a lot of different types of mobs or different experiences in combat and so they added a lot of different mobs with a lot of different mechanics Bordy. so what, what do you think about this as like you know the con the increase in content that they promised us 
I like it, man. I don't think you can go wrong with having a big a big variation in mobs at all. You know, it's not fun to walk around and fight the same thing over and over again, which during the preview event did feel like that a little bit because as you went through the zones, you encountered the same type of enemies almost everywhere you went. Now, there was obviously the Angry Earth and the Lost um, and the Ancients and all of that stuff, but it was like the same type of Ancients whenever we went in there and fought them. It was like the same type of Angry, the same type of... Everywhere you went, so I am incredibly excited that they're adding variations, and I hope they continue to do so i would like to see just a, a plethora of mobs and i think they're doing a great job with that and also like on their twitter account they've been blasting off these new mobs too that they've been adding which is cool to see they've been like putting out these little tweets with these little blurbs about mm. the the uh the new monsters so that that's really cool and the art behind those is really really cool too i've been enjoying those tweets from them so yeah a great change man i hope they continue to roll them out yeah and and in the game obviously needs this type of variety especially in in a game where the combat, uh, you know, uh, is more like the Dark Souls or action uh, type combat. Uh, what really makes, uh, you know, your experience as a player stand out is having different um, mobs to kind of learn uh, their mechanics and behaviors. And so I think the more the merrier in this sense. And they definitely didn't hold any punches back with the Reek Water Zone, adding a ton of different mobs. The first one is the Four Swamp Dryads. So these are angry earth creatures that use powers of the bog of Azoth to fight the player. Um, so Bordy, these two, this two or this particular patch added two different types of, of uh, I guess what would you call them? Like tribes. They added to the uh, the undead group and then this the um, the angry earth group. Basically. Yeah, I think they actually call them factions, but that gets a little confusing factions, because uh, you yeah, have yeah, enemy yeah. factions and then you have player factions. So, but I think I think they do reference them as factions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, player, uh, you know, tribes or factions. Uh, Angry Earth got quite a bit, um, and 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 really, Bordy, I think they're one of the more interesting tribes or, or factions of mobs in my mind because of the diversity there. Uh, they seem to have like one of the the greatest. Uh, you know what I mean? I guess variety uh, up until this point. Yeah, I I would agree with that, man. I like them. The, the Angry Earth, it, it most definitely are some of the most interesting creatures. And now we have some swamp dryads coming in. Dude, that's dope to me. I like fighting a swamp thing every now and then walking through the, the swamps and you see something pop out, dude. That's so cool. I like it. Yeah. So one of the things that interests me, and, and I'm sure they'll flesh this out more, uh, as the game goes on, uh, or as we know more about the game, is the lore behind all all of these different types of enemies. Uh, the Angry Earth being kind of the the island's defense against a lot of the corruption and everything like that. Uh, but I I think it's very interesting that in all these in-game zones, that's usually where you find the Angry Earth mobs, mostly, uh, from exploring during the preview event and then, of course, Reek Water. Yeah, absolutely. They they are they do seem to be very much in game mobs, which I think is fine, man. You know, I, I don't have any any complaints there. Yeah. So let's see. We we also have we got two swamp the swamp fiends, uh, creepers, which is another thing that uh, is a tendril, kind of like the corruption tendril that is in the. Uh, the corrupted breaches uh that those the, things look brutal man yeah. I, I was watching you fight some of them during the during the uh one of your videos on the uh, on the new reek water event Do those things look they look tough they just go under the ground and pop up and they look really they look tough i've seen some other videos of some other creators who are having troubles with those things too so are, the, are those mobs strong yeah they're i mean you know um 
the poison, the, they spread these poison uh, f- clouds as they come up and attack. So, uh, you know, it's interesting, again, t- to see uh, how they're instituting these mobs and zones I, I in one of the particular uh, Angry Earth spots inside of there was just like dominated by these um these creepers and and it's kind of again it is a lot of fun getting to learn these uh you know these mobs mechanics and how to fight them without taking too much damage or dying and this is one of the definitely the more challenging mobs to kind of learn just because of like you said they burrow underground and, and pop up out of nowhere and do tons of damage uh to your player yeah, they looked absolutely brutal. I like that though. I, I enjoy a challenge like that. They, it looked like a, it looked irritating, but it also looked like it was a lot of fun to try to dodge them and and maneuver around them and kill them. It looked fun, man. Yeah. So, and I I think we've kind of we don't want to kind of uh, drag this out too much with all these different mobs. If you guys haven't seen uh, all of the different enemy types that they've added in the game, you should definitely check out the patch notes. So there again, lots of undead or or what is the lost i guess a lot of lost mobs and and uh and angry earth mobs that they added to the game um and i'm sure they'll continue to add more Bordy, uh because you know if their approach at new content and and different diversity of content looks anything like the reek water event i think we're going to see a lot more in-game zones and a lot more in-game mobs that make you know the open world experience a lot more, uh, you know, diverse as you, as we go on. Yeah, absolutely, man. And not to get off track, but I do want to mention real quick that the, the, the reek water zone, I don't think there's, there's something we haven't talked about about the zone specifically itself yet. And you mentioned uh lore a little bit earlier and the reek water zone does come with its own little piece of lore with the siren queen uh, tied into all of that stuff. So I'm very excited to see how all that ties into the, into the new zone too. So that's pretty exciting to me as well, because as they add this new stuff, it looks like they're also working on some lore for the game too, which I think it desperately needs. Yes. Yeah. So they're, you know, they do a good job at teasing what, you know, what the what the island is or or why you're there. Uh the the opening intro, you know, has you meeting uh, with Captain Thorpe and and uh you know, being tempted to this island and and you know, potentially uh the weight of what you're trying to do, why you're there, but uh a lot of the lore, the story is in these uh letters that you find all over Eternum. Uh, which can be challenging, I think, for some people to kind of read and get into. Uh, so it is nice to see that, you know, they may be fleshing out even like, you know, zone oriented stories uh, that you may, you know, get fed through quest lines versus, um, you know, reading letters uh, that you find all over the place. Yeah, for sure. So uh, another uh, another big features, and I think we've covered this quite a bit on our channel, the YouTube channel. Uh, but we will br- brush over it here is fishing. Uh, you know, obviously fishing was a highly requested thing. Um, and so a lot of the details, uh, and they did put a ton of details into the fishing systems. It's one of, in my mind, one of the best executed fishing systems in any MMO. Um, but fishing, uh, is obviously a gathering, uh, skill, um, so basically they added fishing as a new gathering seal. It added a wide variety of fish to all the waters, both fresh and salt. That's important to know. Uh, you, you basically will, um, they mentioned, or, or I asked the question during the event, the, how would we know if it's fresh or salt water? Basically they said anything inland would be fresh water. And then if you're fishing off the coast anywhere on a turnum, it would be salt water. So basically there's two types of fishing. You two, 
different types of bait that you'll be using uh, depending on where you're fishing at, fresh or salt. Uh, they added fishing rods, Bordy, that you can craft. Uh, it's an engineering trade skill. So so uh, engineers will have one more thing that they can do um, is create fishing rods. Obviously, with anything, Bordy, in New World, there are five tiers of fishing rods to be crafted. Uh, sorry. So, uh, yes. So then uh, I'm sorry. I was, I was just shy. I was just laughing, man. You said, uh, you said fishing wads. Yeah. And I yeah. Just, yeah. It, it yeah cracked dude, me up a little bit. I'm sorry. Listen, man, now we're even <laughs> because you didn't have to mention that and you did. All right. So, uh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. So, okay. There are, there are 11 unique perk types available on each fishing rod. So that's pretty cool, Bordy. And I'd like to see again, them do more with this because, um, like, uh, the, uh, pickaxes and, and the, the, uh, axes that you use to chop wood and stuff like that. There wasn't a lot of diversity between each axe or each pick. It was just kind of like, you know, this, this gathers faster than your last one. Or if it's a tier five, it gathers way faster than the tier four, but there was no like traits that, that, you know, really stood out or made like one axe unique from another axe, so to say. And so it's nice to see they're, they're like instituting this with fishing rods and hopefully they go back and, and look at that on all the other gathering tools as well. Yeah. I think in the preview event, weren't there perks you could add to your, to your gathering tools though? Uh, Okay. So there was like, I think basically it came down to, uh, gathering speed or uh, from what i remember yeah it's like a luck from, yeah, yeah from what i remember like yeah like you're you're it was like a chance to get like one obviously like a uh more uh gather more in one attempt or something like that but there was nothing like uh, to this diverse you know uh effect of having like multiple perks or unique perks so i hope they i hope they do go back and kind of um add more or look more into that uh, when it comes to the other gathering tools as well. Uh, so, uh, so just like, um, you know, uh, just like we had mentioned before in our fishing video, uh, there are hot spots uh, during fishing. So um, it will increase your rarity and the bite speed. Um, so you, obviously a lot of people that are fishing enthusiasts will be looking for uh, hot f- spots for fishing around the world just to increase their chance um, to uh, get a rare fish the body there's also like sea monsters or like extremely like legendary type fish i guess that you can catch or seek out uh during fishing so there is that aspect of kind of you know trying to pull a trophy out of there and i i they i don't think they mention anything about this officially but i think you know i would hope to see them maybe institute some sort of like housing item if you do catch like some sort of sea monster yeah that'd be dope man have like a uh or or just be able to mount your fish. Like if you catch a really big fish, but you turn that into a trophy. Yeah, man, I, cool. I, I hope so too, dude. Um, because that that's that kind of stuff is very, I think, very cool. ESO in my mind does this really well, which is basically like you kill your dungeon boss and then you get to rip its head off and and put it in your house. And I think that like you know for raid bosses and everything like that is a really cool um, idea. Uh, to kind of show that you have uh, an achievement in game. So hopefully they do that with fishing too. Yeah, I um, hope so. That'd be dope. So gathering cook and loot to find your base and increase your chance to catching rare fish. So fishing obviously not just adds the, you know, independently this gathering skill, but now you're cooking, uh, you're engineering and everything else will be uh, also 
you know, things will be added um, around fishing into these other different um, crafting and gathering things as well. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so there's fishing quests, Bordy. So the first inhabitants of Reekwater found the marshy waters teeming with all manners of fish and quickly set out to map and take advantage of this new and valuable resource. Uh, the quantity and quality of fish through this area are far superior uh, than any other across the island, of course, of Aeternum. Attracting the best, most esteemed fishing enthusiasts on Aeternum. We've we've mentioned this in a previous podcast and in our video, our fishing video, Bordy. It is awesome to see that they have now uh, kind of set this precedence that there's an in-game zone for gathering, uh, for this particular gathering skill that we're talking about, which is fishing. Yeah, and I think that we've talked about that quite a bit before, so I won't go too in-depth, but I do like that, and I hope that they continue to 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 add to that with the other gathering skills as well. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And, and again, they're setting, to, in my mind, with fishing, they're setting a precedence uh, uh, in New World on what they want these things to look like because me and you both know that, that gathering and, and crafting are important things to people in MMOs, uh, especially fishing, and... And it's nice to see that they're taking those things very seriously, creating in-game zones uh, for these type of activities, um, creating quests for these type of activities. So I, I really do uh, like that they've moved in this direction. And I hope, like you had mentioned, they they retrospect or retro, like, you know Actively. what I'm saying. They go back and look <laughs> at those other things. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so enemy updates, uh, and this is the threat system. We just put out a, a video on tanking and healing in New World. So, again, I, and forgive us for, like, kind of baiting you guys to go make us or to <laughs> make you go to our YouTube channel and watch other videos, uh, but we don't want to, like, double up on content a whole bunch uh, as far as, like, what we've covered in depth so far. So uh, just so you guys are aware, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, they they have instituted a threat system inside of New World, so they will be tanking. And so a lot of your uh, sword and shield abilities now have a little bit of added text to them that say uh, that you're now going to generate threat with them, Bordy. Yeah, and this is this is threat system part two. So in the previous update and back in October, whenever they put out the patch notes, that was the threat system part one. And so right. it does touch on that there. And then here it just goes a little bit more in depth uh, because they did say in the first one that healing didn't generate threat yet. Now it does. So in part two, they have added healing and blocking that now generate threat. And they've added new abilities that generate threat too, to like the sword mastery tree, the shield bash and intimidating rush. So uh, all of those things are cool, man. I, I like that there's, now kind of the, the trifecta i think that this game was kind of heading in that direction and it seems more and more that they that they are finding their direction now finding their stride and what they're wanting the game to be so that's pretty exciting yes yes and it's always it, it kind of piques our interest obviously as far as what kind of content they're going to add to the game when you talk about tanking and healing and needing those group uh dynamics to kind of complete content so that's exciting as well uh, so now, elite enemy system. This is very, uh, very, very cool. Something we haven't talked about yet um, is uh, elite mobs and champion mobs, and and the diverse, like you know, the diverse uh, way that you're going to interact with them, and and obviously uh, have to compete in combat with. Uh, they have now instituted a system uh, they call the elite system, which allows us to assign one to three traits to enemies that vary gameplay. Uh, they could be specifically assigned at random, Bordy. So there, here are the three categories of traits. Offensive traits, which include elemental damage, damage bonus, block uh, damage bonus. 
defensive traits, which include increased health, increased armor, increased elemental resistance, utility, uh, which includes explodes on death, frost auras, and and so then the, they said they would keep adding traits into time. So Bordy, um, one of the you know this in this uh, particular system or adding this type of system is really really encouraging to me because this reminds me a ton of like a Diablo or an action RPG game that like adds like you know extreme diversity from combat to combat because a lot of things happen at random. Yeah, this this kind of stuff is awesome, man. I like this a lot. This is going to add a, an element to PvE that I think a lot of people wanted and a lot of people need out of an MMO these days. Let's face it, man. We're, I don't think we're in the days of, of diehard PvP MMOs anymore. It just doesn't work that way anymore, unfortunately, in the MMO environment. I think that, that now uh, they have to add engaging PvE in order to be an incredibly successful. Now, obviously, there are those niche games of PvP. We won't go into that whole conversation. But adding things like this overall are... I think uh, paramount to the success of new age MMOs, man. I think that now you have to add diversity. You have to add challenge. You have to add things like this to keep it fresh. And this is this, whenever I read through this, and I seen the elite enemy system and all of the changes they were making to that and how they were going to have, you know, new uh, mob AI with all of these things. I, I got excited because this, this type of stuff makes the, the gameplay fresh all the time and it'll make it fun to go, to go uh, PVE in the game. Yeah, and it, again, seems like these are very random. Uh, it's cool. Obviously, they can add not like uh, like false difficulty, but they can on a whim just stack a bunch of these traits on a on a particular mob and and you know make them rare. And hopefully, it kind of ties into uh, what you get as a drop from these type of things. So if you know if it is like a legendary type of mob or an epic type of mob that has like multiple. Uh, or you know, a leader champion or whatever they're going to use to to determine the difficulty of these uh, mobs. Have them, you know, also dr- have a chance at dropping more rare items. I think that's an that's another thing that hopefully they look into as well. Uh, making these things that you know that people go out and seek out in the world uh, because of you know not only because of the difficulty but also because of the drops. Um, so, yeah. So we've also added an inherit elite buff that all elite and champions will get. This buff makes grit attacks unbreakable, but reduces the block damage they do, um, which allows the tank to better handle it. So it kind of goes back to the changes to tanking as well. Uh, So difficulty for level 50 combat has been increased across the board. This is something that they mentioned in these patch notes as well. Please note that this will require even more tuning moving forward as we continue to redefine our end game. So, Bordy, a lot, you know, a lot of this is them trying things. Uh, obviously, uh, the elite system, I think, is a is a good step in the right direction. But they do know they did like kind of realize that that their in game content um, was, you know, a little bit. I, I guess on the same page as the rest of the combat in the game, so they wanted to cause that to take up a step forward. Um, so it's so interesting, Bordy. They mentioned level fifty uh, combat. Yeah, and I think that that's something that needed to be addressed too. I don't think you want combat to be just this crazy difficult dredge of a thing to go do while you're leveling. In my opinion, I don't think it needs to be incredibly easy either, like a cakewalk. But I think that there's a there's a happy medium there because as you're leveling your character, you don't want to just you don't want to run into these crazy difficult challenges all the time that that really sidetrack your leveling to get to end game, right? I mean, you want to feel that that progression moving forward. I think I think every now and then it's good to encounter 
encounter super hard mobs, but I, I like that they're adjusting the difficulty for the level 50 and above mobs because at the end of the day, man, whenever you get to end game in New World, there wasn't just a ton of stuff to do, and that was one of the biggest issues with the game. And so now I think adding difficulty, adding uh, different, uh, like we talked about before, the the uh, different skills to the, the elite system, the new enemies, all of these things, tying all of these together, uh, should give us a little bit better end game. I still don't think all of this stuff is going to be enough, but we still have quite a ways before uh, before the game releases anyway. So I think that they maybe they're just kind of setting the tone, adding all of this stuff uh, so far, and then we'll get some big content drops later on. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and, and specifically, I guess the the mention of 50 was interesting just because I, I 60's max level, or at least was max level in the preview event, uh, but the, your tier five gear starts at level fifty, uh, so it's it's just interesting to see. You know, again, I know that they've been talking about moving the tiers, and 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 they've kind of all honestly like almost gotten rid of it entirely by uh, making gear uh, level dependent uh, versus you know tier wise. But but it's interesting to see they still are keeping the difficulty increase at level fifty versus like you know what would be considered max level at level sixty. Yeah, I think that's okay, though, man. I, yeah. I think that's okay because I think once you get on into the because by that time you're you're basically in all, pretty much an end game of New World anyway. Because at level fifty, that's whenever you can go do the invasions. That's whenever you can participate in a lot of the other content in the game. Sure. So it makes sense that they would that they would scale it at level fifty or, or or just the difficulty at level fifty to me. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So and since again, they're taking that approach of you not being done. I guess like you know. Uh, most in, or most MMOs, I guess, take the approach of like max levels when you actually like start the game, basically of like gearing and and building out your character and stuff. But it's interesting to see, uh, I guess, uh, what would be considered a different approach that New World has within games. So we'll see uh, how that works out uh, as time goes on. So uh, obviously, with any patch notes, there's some weapon imbalancing. Um, so they, uh, one of the main things that they added in this section was targeted healing. Uh, so like abilities like healing pulse and divine embrace are, are activated. Uh, basically the closest friendly player, uh, is first targeted and you can basically pass, uh, from, from, um, or tab target or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you basically tabbing through your targets or your friendly, um, players, uh, with your left mouse button and, uh, or excuse me, you can tab through them and then you can press the last mouth button that will cast the hill. So basically, uh, you, you, uh, can target your healing spells now from your, from your life staff, uh, which uh, is a very, very good change, Bordy, because, you know, healing and was very kind of, I don't know, seemed like an afterthought with all the like AOE, uh, <laughs> type of abilities that were very difficult to make sure that you're, uh, you know, whoever needed healing in your group, uh, that those abilities actually hit them versus like, you know, just kind of hoping that your people stand still or that they're in the right place at the right time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know in New World we haven't we haven't really seen like a dedicated uh, DPS character per se, but if you were playing kind of a DPS character, you would probably be wearing light armor so you can dodge roll out of the way, etc. to avoid damage. So in in the preview event, whenever there were people fighting mobs like myself that wore light or, or, or 
light armor so I could dodge roll out of the way. It made it very hard for people to target and heal me during combat. So that was an issue, but I'm not going to lie, dude. When I first read this, I was infuriated, man, because I seen this and I was like, why are we getting, why are we getting target lock and basically tab targeting combat in new world we don't need that we don't want that and then whenever i really started to break it down and started and started thinking about how it was in the preview event all of my experiences playing the game and how healers actually worked in the game i calmed down a little bit and i realized that this probably ultimately is a, a very good change for the game because healers having a dedicated healer and especially with what they're trying to do now they are obviously going the route of of the, uh, of the big three, right? The healer tank and DPS character. I think that's pretty obvious at this point. So you need to have a easier way to heal in the game. And that just healing was brutal, man. It really was. It, it was brutal. You couldn't really heal effectively. You could heal yourself, but then everybody had to cluster up. You basically had to stop combat, go cluster in a ball and then heal. Or oftentimes what happened was, was it was after you did like a corrupted breach or after you did some piece of content, it was at the end, everybody would group up and then heal to top off their health. And that's just kind of what was happening. And that's that's not very good gameplay for a healer. So this is fine. I just, if they go further and, and make anything else in the game tab targeting, it's going to be awful. And I, I very, very much hope this is where that... And if they go any further, I think they're going to lose a large part of their audience. So hopefully the targeting ends at healing. I think it's fine. And I think it's good. In healing, anything else would be a detriment to the game. Yeah, and it's interesting to see because games like you know that that ha- that boast the more action like type of combat, they usually have auto targeting abilities. So, for instance, like Elder Scrolls Online, they have a, one of the main heals that the Templar has, which is one of the main healing class. They just have like you heal, and it like is a smart target. So basically, if you are the lowest uh, person in the group, like or your your health uh, is the lowest. It will basically automatically heal you. Uh, and so, you know, the, I guess like that can be kind of looked at it as easy mode in a way. Uh, but you're you're exactly right in the in the concept of, of watch. We have to be very, very careful. I think New World has to be very, very careful with this tab target stuff because it's not, you know, action combat uh, is a completely different beast than, than talk about when, you know, like a game like wow or final fantasy 14 that has this tab targeted combat that really like, it just changes the entire feel of combat in general. Like the whole purpose of combat beat changes at that point. And if you're only, you know, tab targeting is, is in my mind, something that's kind of in the past, right? We, we want to move towards a more progressive combat system like new world has, that has uh you know dodge rolling and 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 blocking and 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 all of those things that are very very uh, I think fun and and high skill uh, cap and everything like that they do have to be careful um, with that so hopefully they um, stick with the uh, um, action combat and, and and maybe just leave this to the healing side of things I sure hope so man I for one would be one of those people that would be. I would be incredibly angry if they added any 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 additional tab targeting to this guy. I would be incredibly angry. This is the the combat for New World is the main reason I love this game so much. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other factors: the environment, the aesthetics. There's a lot of other things that go into play, but the combat, the core combat of this game, is so 
fun and so good. And yeah. and I just if they add some tab targeting stuff, dude, I'm gonna be infuriated. I have recently tried to go back and play other MMOs. Wow, for one, I've tried to go back and play. I've tried to go back and play Final Fantasy. I've tried to go back and play Guild Wars. There's some other ones I've tried to go back and play. And now since I've had my taste of New World, nothing holds a candle in terms of the combat. And I cannot bring myself to even remotely get into those games now because I'm so spoiled on action based combat. ESO is 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 semi action based, and that's about the only one I think that I could go back and play right now. Uh, those tab targeting systems, man. I personally, that's just my personal opinion. I can't I can't get back into those. So I hope and pray they do not screw this up and go back to that route, dude. I would be so angry. Well, dude. Okay, so it's just completely different. You know, a lot of the like WoW and and uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. When you have tab target, that doesn't that like kind of eliminates that as the focus, right? You're not like having to aim your spells, like uh, you know the ranged combat in New World. Uh, you know what I mean? Is very like high skill driven. You have to aim. You have to a lot of it's projectile stuff. So you also have to kind of anticipate for those. It's you know there there's a lot of uh, you know skill required to be effective at range in New World. Um, and, and that is kind of where the skill lies. Now, when you look at like tab targeted games, like, wow, your skill lies in your ability to execute your rotation effectively to, to manage like, you know, 10 cooldowns or something like that. So then, you know, those two things do not mix. You either want your skill to be, you know, uh, you know, from your players or the challenge of your players to be like knowledge and rotation and effectiveness of, of cooldown management, or you want there to be action combat, which is basically, you know, your ability to dodge and, and, you know, and parry and, and, you know, use your abilities at the right time, you know, to gain an advent, you know, advantageous position or something like that. So, you know, they, they do not mix well. And, and, and like you said, it is something to, to keep an eye on because, uh, that could definitely um, take a bad turn quickly, I, and I feel like the, the 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 worst thing they could do is then look at ranged abilities and then make those tab targeted, and then that would be, I think, enough to really like be a massive setback for the already like, in my, you know, like you had mentioned, good combat system that they've established. That would absolutely be ten steps in the wrong direction. Yeah. So. Uh, so speaking of ranged weapons, uh, so the, you know these are the abil- the weapon changes that they made uh, in the game. Um, the first was the musket. So musket, the trap cooldown was increased to thirty seconds. Uh, Bordy, um, I'm not you know I wasn't aware of any like trap spamming <laughs> during the preview event, but something to mo- and I made a video about this, but th- this is important to know. They did uh, remove all of the animation canceling with the musket. Uh, from the game so you can no longer uh, can cancel the reload animation so uh the, the that gap between the musket and the bow is now you know the way it should be which is basically the bow is meant to be more of a rapid fire ranged weapon and the musket is takes a lot longer to lo- load but hopefully deals more damage yeah, I don't know of any. I I don't know. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed that video that you put out, but I I didn't really. I don't really play with the musket. Didn't really play with the musket a whole lot. So the trap cooldown increase into thirty seconds. I man, I don't really have a lot to say about that. I don't. I never had a problem running into someone with the musket putting traps down in PvP or PVE or whatever. I know people were using them, but 
just I don't know. I kind of indifferent on that change, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, I'm sure there's something out there that wouldn't have changed it if not. So, life staff uh, smite upgrades. Uh, so they, you know, they decrease the bonus damage of empowered smite to 15 percent, and they decrease the uh, additional bonus damage of ultimate smite to 25 percent. So it's weird they add, they use the term upgrade because both of these are are nerfs, Bordy. <laughs> uh, maybe like they're up, yeah. like upgrade to balance. I don't know what the idea was behind that, but <laughs> but they nerf they nerfed uh, smite. So there you have it. Uh, so sword. Uh, so here's the sword and board changes. Obviously, they did change uh, a lot of the abilities to um, change or you know obviously increase the threat. So they, they mentioned that. Please see the threat system for those changes. But they also increased the slow effect duration from intimidating rush to four seconds. So that's a that's a buff uh, to uh, that ability. Uh, yeah. So I, we also we kind of missed a section here, though, too. The critical hit system section. Ah, I don't yeah, think we yeah, talked yeah. Sorry about, about that. that. So, so I wanted to talk about that for a minute because I think it's very important, too, to this entire DPS tank healing healing thing we have going on here. Uh, most notably, the one that the one that catches my eye the most. So they, they did add they added a critical hit chance to all weapons. They also added a critical hit modifier. That determines the extra damage. Mm-hmm. They added critical hits and backstabs, or, or excuse me, critical hits and backstabs don't currently get called out in damage takes with the orange color. I catch us do, but they will soon. So, so those are just kind of some changes. But the thing that stands out to me the most is this last part here that says we will also add perks that modify crit chance and modifier in the future. So what that tells me, Red, is that now as a tank, you are probably going to run perks that generate threat and some other types of tanky perks because they are adding uh, those for tanking, and now they have perks that are going to modify crit chance and the and the crit chance modifier in the future so it seems like if you're you're basically going to be a dps character now at that point right like if you're if you're trying to do damage you're going to put these abilities are these perks on your gear and that's what you're that's what you're going to use you're not going to use threat generating perks you're going to use maybe threat decreasing perks along with along with crit uh chance and crit uh crit uh, damage modifiers on your weapons, so it just further it just further drives home the point that that is where the game is. That's it's not headed there. It it's already there. Yeah, and so obviously the more the merrier with these traits. They talked about elemental damage and all these other different things that they're kind of adding or looking at in the game. They already had a few like void damage and 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 fire damage and stuff like that. Obviously, anything like this uh, diversifies the types of builds in the game, which I think is very good. Obviously, you know, crit chance is a very, very, very common thing um, in all MMOs. So, uh, you know, obviously this isn't that big of a surprise as far as an addition to like the the available um, traits in a, in a weapon or a piece of gear. Obviously, I would like to see them, you know, further go into this, you know, look at what, what are the, some different ways we can kind of change people's effectiveness uh, in combat. Obviously, crit chance is fine, crit damage is is fine uh but i'd like to see them explore this even more Bordy, because you know again i think uh, you uh, and it goes back to the elite mob system as well i think adding things like this that that diversify character builds and diversify combat and as a whole i think is really really good for the game um but yeah w- to your point about like 
having the the holy trinity of MMOs and, and being in that position, and that is definitely where New World is now. And, and now, uh, I think the main struggle, Bordy, is just making sure there's enough diversity there to to not be boring, because now they they've completely changed combat, uh, you know, or the nature of group play and combat. So now it's just making sure that this doesn't get become stale or this already isn't like, you know, on launch uh, being a stale thing that there's only like two things you can do well and that's it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it, and it makes me it makes me a little bit concerned, to be honest, about open world PvP now because there were so many fun encounters right. where it was 1v1s or 1vxing and it was like, uh, it just seemed like everyone kind of had a fair shake at it, right? Well, now if you're running a full-on tank build and you're out trying to run these these quests, if you're trying to solo and that's the only build that you have put together, sure. now obviously in New World you can, you can just switch your gear out and then become a different character. So you can switch it for different situations, I guess. So that kind of, I guess... Uh, uh, almost makes this a moot point, I guess. But if you are out like tanking in tanking gear and you fight somebody that's DP, like how how well can those two compete against one another? You know what I mean? Or if you're like a full healer build now, you know, like whereas before you could heal, but you could also do damage, and so you could be out in the open world and you could effectively open world PvP as a so-called healer, right? I don't know how effective you're going to be now if you're solo running around or if you're in a, a group of two even running around uh, trying to open world PvP. So I hope I hope that that it doesn't affect it that much because that's that's my favorite part of of MMOs is just is PvP in general and especially those open world random encounters. I l- absolutely love that and it was so fun in new world during the preview events so i hope that this doesn't just completely you know obliterate that experience yeah and i think those concerns are very valid obviously you're taking a little bit of a you know i guess that you're at a little bit of a disadvantage if you've if you've kind of you know went into you know that threat obviously threat building and stuff like that on your character versus you know someone in the world that maybe you know obviously is built for pure dps we'll have to see how those uh, two things obviously compete against each other but i couldn't see like being able to generate more threat as any sort of advantageous thing in pvp uh so yeah. you know is that going to kind of you know like to your point is that going to discourage people that have built their their character around threat generation from flagging in pvp because if it does that is something you don't want in a game that you basically a lot of the uh, you know general content in the game is the uh you know the war for territory or the war between companies or factions so you know to do things that are going to discourage people from participating in that is definitely a red flag or something that you'd want to keep an eye on um you know as a whole i think the changes to the main stats having focus uh, increase your healing um and and obviously you know still be able to hopefully be effective in combat or maybe like just that increase in healing then uh you know makes that kind of like your strength in combat some a lot of the times or a lot of the times in you know in games that works out but we'll see i mean obviously it'll need some tweaking and some player feedback because all these things are new Bordy, and 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 i think your concerns are definitely valid there um so do we 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 covered most of that the critical hit system now right Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, so let's move down to additional nameplates. So our nameplate system currently has three levels of details. Uh, so basically, uh, these are changes that they made. Uh, so full shows everything on, medium just shows names. 
uh, and and other ways uh, you just see chat bubbles. So it's just basically levels of immersion in the game. Uh, the new default um, setting it displays five full, ten medium, and thirty one distant. Uh, that's weird. I don't know what I'm reading exactly there. But uh, so basically, uh, I guess you're see you you're able to see more nameplates on your screen at one point in time. Uh, so that that's a change that they made. It doesn't seem like much. Like it used to be one, four, and fifteen. So now it's five, yeah, ten, and thirty-one. Just the way that you can see people's names in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we and you can adjust it to your liking, basically. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we have also added a setting for number of nameplates displayed, so you can change that as well. All right. Uh, good to know. Obviously, uh, it's good to you know some people really enjoy being like, you know, role playing and being immersed in the world. So it's nice to see that they're making adjustments towards the setting side of things that's going to allow people to be able to do that to their liking. Um, so now you can now pin six quests instead of three. I think that's a really good change. Uh, so pin quest icons on the map are indicated by a pinned icon, making them easier to spot. And that's kind of easy. That's something that says it, uh, in the text there. So the weapon mastery tutorial for new players has been tuned slightly to make it more clear. Now ability slotting, how ability slotting works. That was something that was a little bit confusing. I think as you like kind of put, um, your, uh, points into your skill trees, Bordy, it just kind of automatically assigned the, the ability to the, the, you know, whatever the, um, <laughs> furthest, furthest less slot was. So I'm not sure a lot of people understood that you could actually change the key bindings on those. So hopefully that's more clear now. And then visual effects have been added to abilities when they were uh, slotted in the mass or in the master screen. So just kind of, again, a quality of life thing with, uh, the ability system. So, all right, Bordy. Well, that about does it, man. Uh, any, any, uh, additional things that you kind of want to add in, um, uh, as far as these patch notes go, it's awesome to see these, man. I'm excited uh, to to in two weeks to get more of these uh, to kind of uh, digest and kind of analyze. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else to add, really, other than uh, I think these are great. I, I hope they keep them coming. You know, I, well, they said they are, so I'm looking forward to the next one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Bordy. Uh, well, that about does it. Uh, we got, the, uh, of course, uh, the company of the week. Now, guys. Uh, if you are creating a company in New World and you're interested in uh, being on the podcast, don't forget to go over to newworldfans.com. It's our website uh, dedicated to New World. Uh, we're definitely uh, excited to see all these different companies uh, creating um, accounts over there and, and promoting their guild uh, or company, excuse me. And so we wanted to give some shout outs on the podcast to help you guys grow your companies. Uh, so this week's Guild of the Week, Bordy, is... Underground. So Underground is a NA guild. Their faction is Undecided, English-speaking guild. Their size is 11 to 25. They are currently recruiting. They want to have a small, close-knit guild. They are not looking to have a huge, massive guild or a huge, massive uh, uh, community or whatever with 10,000-plus members. They're, they're, the exact quote from their guild page says, we don't aim to throw as much spaghetti at the wall as we can and see what sticks like a massive guild invite with like... 10,000 plus members. We are a group that come together and excel as a team. They don't play with egos or have any time to deal with the drama, which is hey, dude, I'm all about that, man. They they, they say they're, they're not going to put up with someone 
if there's any drama going on, all right? They're there to have fun. They don't care if you're really playing 12 hours a day or 12 hours a month, as long as they're a, a good fit for their community uh, and, their, and their positive attitude, they're welcome there. So they say that it's basically whatever you want to do in the guild is up to you or in the company is up to you. Their only concern is that everyone is having fun and is operating as a team and helping each other out. So this seems like a very cool, very awesome, very small, close group of people is what they're trying to to accomplish that's what they're trying to create here so if that interests you go check out uh underground it's the it's the company of the week here and i will link all that information uh in all of the descriptions everywhere you can find this podcast all right and again we thank underground obviously for for coming over to new world fans and and promoting their uh, guild their company gosh dang it Dude, I'm gonna have to use it. <laughs> I'll get him. I'll get you. Obviously, Wait, I'm new. Get used to it. We've I'm new to the podcast. What are you talking about? Hey, man, it's only forty episode forty four, dude. I, I, you know, it takes at least one hundred episodes to build a habit. Apparently, we've so. almost been doing this for a year, bro. I know. Holy it's crap. insane, man. It's insane. Because we no, we've we've been weekly the whole time, haven't we? Or do we yeah. ever go to to bi weekly? I don't think so. I think we've done this weekly for 44 weeks, man. We thought the game was going to release a year, like six that's months true. ago. Big true. That's okay, though. Hey, that's okay because it's going to be. They're making even a lot of good now. changes, dude, and and I'm excited to see what they have in store. Uh, obviously, uh, leading up to launch. All right, guys. Well, this about does it for another episode of New World to Go. Bordy, why don't you tell people where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, man. Twitter is at the BDLG. YouTube is Studio Loot now, dude. We have combined forces and we're just rocking and rolling with the Studio Loot YouTube channel. So I'll link that in the description below, of course. And then Twitch is uh, just twitch.tv slash BDLG. And I am Redbird with Y. You can find me over at Twitch under that name. Um, obviously, guys, follow the Studio Loot Twitter for all updates for the New World to Go show as well as New World fans, all of our guides and, and updates over there. We're, we got big things on the way. We're excited to show you guys over there, uh, New World fans. Um, so definitely check that out as well. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate your guys' support as we lead up to New World's launch. Uh, very grateful for you guys. Um, don't forget to leave a five-star rating uh, if you're listening on Apple iTunes. And that about does it, Bordy. Uh, thanks again, guys, for listening, and we'll see you on another episode of New World to Go.